What's up, everybody? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 202 of Spinning Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on all social media at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. I hope everybody's doing well out there considering the circumstances. I hate to report that it doesn't seem like things have gotten much better since the last time we talked, which is just last week. So I guess we need to temper expectations, maybe. I hope everybody is doing well out there and taking care of themselves uh, and that you know, you're finding some sort of inspiration in this isolation because I know that I have been struggling to do that myself. Last week in episode 201, for the first time ever, I invited on some of the Spinning Thoughts contributors to to talk on the podcast. I don't know why it took me 200 episodes to get there, but we got there. We talked to four last week and we're talking to another four here in episode 200. And two, let us know what you think of this format. Maybe we'll keep doing it, invite others on or repeat contributors to talk and go into more detail or in more depth of whatever it is you want to hear. Let us know on social media at Spin Thoughts. All right, so I am excited to welcome my first guest, friend, and fellow Spinning Thoughts contributor. Everyone say hello to Sammy. Sammy, how are you today? I'm actually doing really good today. You're actually doing really good today. What that that comes off as if one might expect you not to be doing good today. Well, last week I was doing finals for my last semester at college. And yes, congratulations, you college graduate. Thank you. It's been it's it's been a struggle. I will I will tell you that much. It's been a very strugglesome four four years. Yes, I can believe it. Uh, I definitely can. Uh, for those who do not know, Sammy was the first, the OG uh, intern here at Spinning Thoughts. And so, you know, I uh, was honored to to help you get there a small fraction, a glimmer of what you did in your four years of your education. Uh, but it was really cool to be a part of it to some extent. So congratulations, Sammy, on graduating. What are your plans now? Uh, now that you're a college graduate, what's the career plan? So hopefully, once the economy opens back up, I'm going to be looking at a lot of record labels, a lot of online publications, and hopefully find my way through and either get a job as a public relations person in a record label or be a contributor or writer for an online publication. Now, that's what I want to do. Sammy, one of the first things that I remember about you, I feel like we've talked about, we've had, you and I have had many conversations, so it's a, it's a good sign when I start to forget what we've talked about. It means we've talked (laughs) Uh, one of the first things I remember about you before I ever knew you, uh, and when spinning thoughts was first getting started, I really paid attention to those who supported spinning thoughts on social media. You were an early adopter of spinning thoughts. I remember, um, the thing that caught me about your profile, I looked and you, I don't know if it's still there. I haven't looked at your, your bio on Twitter, but it, it at least used to say that you were to some extent like a, uh, future like alt press writer that that was like your goal and I remember seeing that and I'm a you know at least grew up on alt press things have changed there but what doesn't change is that still something that you're looking to accomplish is alt press uh, at the top of your list what put it out in the universe where would you like to go like actual labels or press teams or things like that well I would really like to write for alt press. It's been a dream of mine since I was 14 years old, struggling to figure out what I want to do. Cause you know, that's the high school question when you're a freshman, what do you want to do for a living? And I had no clue. And of course I read an alt press article with Andy Beersack and black Tail brides is one of my favorite bands of all time. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to interview people like this. And of course, growing up on Brian stars before he got weird, I loved his interviews. I love the interviews he did, how he got who they were, 
without the mic in front of them and without whatever instrument they played in front of them. So I wanted to do something like that. And Alt Press really showcases that, even though they do talk about like album releases and that, they really dive into the musicians themselves. And that's what I really want to do for a living. And Alt Press is on the top of the list or Rock Sound, one of those big publications. All right. Well, you know, I think that I could totally, totally see you being one of the next up and coming. You already are. I mean, Fox Spinning Thoughts is getting you there. Right. But one of the up and coming like feature writers for uh, one of these major outlets. I wish that Spinning Thoughts could be one of those. But we are a stepping stone. And hopefully, um, you know, we'll see you there soon. There's no fucking question. We're going to see you there soon. Uh, Sammy's been on the team here at Spinning Thoughts for a while. You could check out uh, a lot of the work that she's done on our website, thespinningthoughts.com. Sammy, in addition to being a valued member of the Spinning Thoughts family, you have also helped me. And we let, actually, let's just, I'm surprised we're like five minutes at this point in the recording and that this hasn't been brought up yet. Um, this will be a recurring conversation or topic, I'm sure, throughout. These conversations in episode 202, I've had them before and deleted them. That's basically the easiest way to say it. <laughs> we, Sammy and I have recorded a conversation and everybody else in this episode, we have been there, done that. I deleted them. Uh, and so now we're doing this again. Uh, but I'm actually hopeful that this conversation will be better than the ones that are now lost to the ether. Uh, but we talked about this, Sammy, on the deleted recording that no one will ever hear that I was I maybe too drunk for anyways, uh, that you are one of the key people that helped me explore my inner metal demons. Uh, you and Jay Matthew, who is the metal thoughts guy on our website, thespinningthoughts.com. So, uh, Sammy, I just wanted to thank you on, on public record here, uh, for helping 2019 was one fucking hell of a metal year for me. And it, a lot of that was because of you. Um, I want to know what metal albums or hard rock albums you've been paying attention to so far in 2020. So far, I've been paying attention a lot to Mother by In This Moment, because In This Moment is one of my favorite bands, as I stated in the Lost Conversation. Yes. Um, and then as well as Ozzy Osbourne's album. I wasn't a huge Ozzy Osbourne fan before. I knew about Black Sabbath and Ozzy. Didn't really pay attention until he came out with his Parkinson's uh parkinson's disease that he has so i was like oh this will be an interesting thing because he's a big metal legend and he has earned that right to be called a metal legend yes so i was like i have to check out this album so i did and i did a review for my school newspaper on it and i thought it was a very interesting interesting album um a lot of my favorite songs for 2020 are off of that album so now i'm surprised that in that breath of uh, of conversation you did not come at me at all with with that particular album you had your chance what's wrong well i have i don't know if you've listened to it since the last time we've talked and i highly doubt you have i have it i you have need it to. you need to <laughs> you need to this is becoming the bane of our friendship um and and <laughs> It's it's funny because Jay gets on me as well to listen to Ordinary Man from Ozzy Osbourne. Um, and I intend to. I don't know why I haven't gotten around to it. It has been weird. This pandemic has like really changed the way that I consume media. And I don't know. But I, I like it's in my favorites on Apple Music. Like I it's there. It's ready. <laughs> you need to listen to it. It's such a good album. I mean, the content is great. It's not what you think like with Wage War or Ice Nine Kills where it's that heavy growling music, mm -hmm. but it's just got the metal undertones to it. The music is very heavy metal-esque. So it's it's an album for anybody, really. I mean, anybody who doesn't even listen to metal, they'll like the content of it, which I love. But again, I'm a metalhead, so I like listening to the undertones of metal, too. So. All right. I am. I, I keep saying this and I know I said it in the last recording uh, that I'm going to make it a point to listen to Ordinary Man from Ozzy Osbourne. I will try my best. I promise you that. Uh, Sammy, the last question I've got for you here, and this is a theme that we did in episode 201. I'm going to try to keep it alive here in episode 202. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear spinning thoughts? Family. Like you said before, we're a huge family and everybody, even the people in Canada and the people down south and to the west, we all have this common sense 
common sense, come like a community yep. that we just come together and we're all there for each other. Like a few of us have graduated college this year and we all congratulated each other. We were all so happy. And even though most of us have never met before, barely even talk in person, we still have that sense of community within the contributors that makes us a family. And I'm glad to call you guys family. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself, Sammy. It's always a pleasure talking to you, even if we have to redo conversations because <laughs> my dumbass deleted uh, our recording. Thank you for coming back on. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Angelo. Thank you for having me on. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on all social media at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. All right, so we just talked to one college graduate. I figured why not just pair them up and let's dive into another uh, Spinning Thoughts contributor who is making big waves and entering a, a new phase of their life. Everybody say hello to Kaylee. Hello, Kaylee. Hey, how are you? I am good. Congratulations on the college graduation. How's it feel? Oh, it feels so good. I'm so glad to be done. (laughs) Are you like, are you sad, like nostalgic about it? Um, honestly, not as much as I thought I would be. Is it because of the situation, like being forced off campus and stuff? I think so. Just because my last month and a half of school, I wasn't on campus. So I really didn't get like oh, this is my last time in this classroom. So at the point I was done, I was just like, oh, thank God I'd never have to log into this website ever again. So we talked to Sammy before you. And as I said in your introduction, you know, Sammy just graduated college as well. So uh, what what is it like to be a college graduate right now? You know, there's a, you, there's a focus on, you know, high school seniors and what it's going to look like for them to go into college and you know, we've talked about the music industry and the effects of this, but what is it like for somebody like you who, from what I understand, wants to remain in the music industry? You're f- literally as fresh out of college as one could get. What is it li- what's it like to, to be in the shoes of a college graduate right now? I mean, it's definitely scary because the job market, I'm not sure everywhere, but at least in Michigan, it's not too great right now. So finding jobs is definitely something that's kind of this scary monster in the back of my head that's like, oh, you're not going to be able to find a job right now. So if anyone's listening in the music industry who needs someone to do PR or write or anything, hit me up. I'm not picky. Please do. Um, I, I, the recommendation and reference from me goes, uh, it's a resounding one. So yes, please hit her up. Where can somebody hit you up? What would be the best way? Um, you can either find my email on the Spinning Thoughts website or you can find me on Twitter at Kaylee, K-A-L-I-E underscore Ray, R-A-E. Either one of those works. Absolutely. And uh, for those who don't know, the website is thespinningthoughts.com. And if you go to the right-hand side, there's a search bar and you can type in different bands that you want to see if we've covered. You could also search for your favorite contributor and see all of the work that they have uh, put into over on our website, thespinningthoughts.com. Kaylee, you, um, I saw, I believe uh, we're friends on Facebook. So, you know, we're like official mm-hmm. friends. We're not just like spinning oh, thoughts, colleagues and whatnot. Um, I, I saw you post uh, uh, this photo. I, so you're, the, the college, the university you graduated from, it looked like they were trying to highlight, you know, seniors um, mm-hmm. as they should be. And I saw this photo in like the blurb. It was referencing how you were in the marching band, a four-year marcher, I think is how it referred to you. Yep. That's really fucking impressive just to commit to anything for four fucking years. Um, <laughs> so kudos on that. Uh, music obviously is a big part of your life uh, via spinning thoughts and, and mm-hmm. everything before and everything that will be after everything you did in the marching band. How are you going to fill if there is a void to be filled? How will you fill the void now? I mean, you're a four year marcher. You're not going to have that anymore. What are you going to do? Well, there's there's definitely a void to be filled there. I mean, I've been playing my trumpet since I was in fifth grade. So I would think it was like nine or something. I'm not sure. I'm bad with math. But, um, <laughs> Me too. I love my trumpet. I love marching. So I'm definitely going to try and find a way to keep involved with that, whether it's like a community band or something. I'm not sure. Marching band was my favorite thing I've ever done. So shout out to the Grand Valley State Marching Band because I wouldn't be the person I am without them. So 
if uh, if you had to right now on the spot, best moment from your four years of marching? Um, there was a show that I marched my freshman year. It was the day before Halloween and we were all allowed to dress up and we did like a Halloween themed show and it was so cool. The drill was so scary. It was like so hard to march and like just thinking back on it, it's probably the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. How were you able to I'm like actually super impressed I asked that question and before I could even take a breath from asking it you had the answer ready to go I can't tell you how many times I've talked to bands and artists and set and and I've narrowed I was asking you over a four-year window I have asked bands the question over the 10 song tracked album that you just put out what's your favorite fucking song and they can't tell me the only reason I had that picked out is because that's exactly what I wrote in that post that I shared. <laughs> Trust me, it took me about a half hour to think of that. <laughs> okay. See, now the true colors are showing, okay? Everybody's sure. sitting here thinking that you just literally on the on uh, in the <laughs> moment can pick out a, your favorite memory uh, over a four-year span. Oh We're God. catching no, on to you, Kaylee. Not. We're catching on to you. Oh, no. <laughs> now, um, Kaylee, we – as. This will be a theme throughout. I'm doing it um, almost just to make sure that everybody knows that these conversations that I've, I'm having with these four contributors over episode 202, we've been there, we've done that, and I've deleted them. So, you know, we're not trying to recreate those conversations. These are new. But uh, in our previous conversation, Kaylee, we did talk about your pretty serious vinyl collection or at least your passion toward it. Yes. Um, I've noticed something new since our conversation that got deleted. Um, and I'm hoping maybe you can tell us a little bit more about this. It looks like you just recently acquired a, a, a fuck ton of like fallout <laughs> boy singles on vinyl. Oh my God. Yeah. What is that? Um, okay. So I'm super excited about this. I've recently gotten into vinyl collecting things to my best friend. Um, oh, geez. I've thanks Kaylee. To them. Yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> but I've always kind of liked it, liked listening to it. But recently throughout this quarantine, I've been like, all right, I'm actually going to start collecting stuff. And I was on um, Discogs, which where you can like put all your vinyls on there and make like a want list, all this cool stuff. And I put a few Fall Out Boy singles, like little seven inch records in my want list. And I was searching through the marketplace and a local record store in Grand Rapids called Vertigo Music. Uh, they... I was scrolling through their page and it said four in your want list. So I clicked on it and they had these four little seven inch singles that I've been looking for. And they were exclusive to the UK for whenever they were on sale back in 2006 or whatever. So finding them in the US for the price that I got them, I am so excited. I love them so much. <laughs> Kaylee, before I let you go, we're going to keep one thing uh, the same from the last time that we talked. Again, the deleted episodes that will never air. They are literally gone. Uh, and I was getting pretty drunk throughout them, so maybe it's a good thing. Um, I didn't drink as much going into this one. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear spinning thoughts? Well, I'm going to keep my answer the same. Um, the friends that I've made through this with all the different contributors with you, it's just such a fun community, and like it's something that I never really thought I would be a part of, and having the chance to review all of these different artists that I never would have found if it wasn't for spinning thoughts and these little record labels that aren't as big as they should be that hopefully we'll get there soon. It's just such a cool experience to be able to do that. And especially for someone who's as passionate about music as I am to find a bunch of people that are as passionate. It's just so great. And I love having the opportunity to hang out with you guys all the time. Hang out. Of course, I use that term very loosely, but you know, <laughs> it hang out has certainly uh, the definition or the connotation is certainly warped uh, and is continuing to change throughout the, the you know the times that we're living in. But no, uh, Sammy, as everybody just heard in this episode, her response was uh, the first thing that comes to mind is family. It sounds like these two college graduates, uh, you know, you and you and Sammy, uh, are kind of on the same page with uh, the way that spinning thoughts kind of resonates with you and that's certainly the thing that resonates with me this is why I do what I do and it's because of people like you Kaylee that just make it so enjoyable thank you so much for being part of the family and for joining me again in episode 202 you are the best oh thank you not as cool as you are though I promise well goddamn girl (laughs) we're gonna have to do this again if you're gonna talk like that 
All right, sounds good. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on all social media at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. All right, we are moving along. This is the the redo. This is the redemption episode, the lost tapes or whatever the fuck we're going to call them. I deleted them. They're gone. I'm going to keep talking about it because I deserve it. Everybody, welcome back. Well, not welcome back because, again, it never happened. But welcome, my friend. Jesse, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I just keep deleting and and not using things that have your voice in it so that I could just talk to you again. Did you know that? I think you just don't think I have a voice for radio, which is kind of offensive, but probably true. No, it you do you actually really do have a nice voice. It translates very well. So we're still in a pandemic, though, Jesse. We talked before I deleted it, and um, unfortunately, <laughs> not enough time has passed that we're not, like talking outside of a pandemic. We're still here. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good. I was supposed to be getting married this Saturday and I'm not. So uh, that's, that is right. Aware of the pandemic. <laughs> yes. It's it, so you and the pandemic have become friends. It seems. Oh yeah. We're best. Friends. <laughs> like I, so much that it wedged, it wedged between you and your husband, soon to be husband. Um, yeah. I mean, it's working out for me in other ways, but like. It definitely canceled some of our plans. Our honeymoon got canceled. My bachelorette party got canceled. And our wedding was obviously postponed. But it's not the end of the world. I got coronavirus. I recovered. It's all good. Um, Everybody in our family is fairly healthy. So we're just lucky that, you know, we didn't lose someone to this. And so pushing a wedding or whatever is not a huge deal. I'm just happy that everybody's healthy. So we're good. And and, and if we... If this is too much, then we don't have to talk about it. But it's, you know, um, you know, I'm going to ask the question here. You, you you experienced covid. You uh, you got it. You recovered from it. Um, it, what is, what words of advice do you have for people? Like, should people take your recovery as not to be afraid of this? Should they still be afraid? Should we be socially distancing? I mean, I haven't actually talked to somebody oh, that I'm has not a doctor. <laughs> I know, but you have lived it. And, and look, in and. Again, you before I hit record, I said you and I could be long winded. I know I'm getting into a topic that is <laughs> hard not to go that direction with. But here's right. basically what I want to get to. Um, and, and we never get political uh, on mm-hmm. spinning thoughts and I'm not going there. But Chris Cuomo no. is just a public figure CNN guy who got covid and he documented what he went through, whether you like CNN or Chris Cuomo is not what I'm talking about. I just thought it was admirable for him to kind of put it all out there to show what it actually looks like, right? Because all we're seeing is best and worst case scenarios, not the people who are getting it and surviving it. What does that mean? And what does that feel like and look like? I mean, are you a hundred percent like even beyond like the virus? I hear a lot of people like become depressed from it or I mean, just overall, what advice do you have for people? Um, well, I will reiterate, I am not a doctor (laughs) and like, by all means, listen to the CDC, listen to whoever the hell you believe in. Like I'm no one. Um, but for me, I got a very mild case. I was extremely lucky. I was already working from home. My fiance brought it home to me through someone at his work and he didn't exhibit any symptoms, but I got it. Wow. So um that and that's also like speculation on our part the only other place they would have gotten it would be like the grocery store and what that's also possible but he lived with me the entire time i had it didn't have any symptoms so i had pretty much every symptom of the mild case couldn't smell or taste anything running a mild grade fever um i honestly thought i just had like the flu or something at first i like it hit me on like a Sunday and I was exhausted all of the sudden. And it was a Sunday. Like I wasn't doing anything, you know, to warrant exhaustion. Um, so it, it just kind of came out of nowhere and I started to just feel like total crap. And I thought I had a sinus infection or the flu or something. They have something in Missouri where um, depending on your insurance, you can see a, virtual doctor through BJC or WashU. WashU is a huge like research hospital here in St. Louis and the college. Um, 
And so I had a virtual consultation with a doctor from Barnes Jewish Hospital System and WashU. Um, explained my symptoms. They asked about comorbidities, which is like, are you pregnant? Do you have diabetes? Do you have, you know, an, another serious type of illness? Are you over a certain age point? Like, you know, are you a senior? Um, you know, those sort of questions. And if you don't have a comorbidity at that point in Missouri, they were not physically testing people. Wow. So if you were already quarantined or if you were already working from home, and you were not pregnant or didn't have diabetes or didn't have one of these comorbidities, they wouldn't give you a physical like nose swab test for coronavirus. They sent me a letter said you're presumed positive that you needed to continue to quarantine and, you know, sent me a letter for work so that I could tell them like, Hey, I have coronavirus. And if I needed to take off time for work, it would just provide that. It lasted two weeks, pretty much right on the nose. Um, the worst part of it was just like shortness of breath for me and not being able to taste or smell anything, which is not a huge deal. Yeah. It had flus and sinus infections that were certainly worse. Have you gotten um, that back though? What's that? Like your taste, your smell. Oh yeah, absolutely. Did like, you like dive into something back. like to eat like after that time? <laughs> like, was there something, you know, people will say I've been a vegetarian for four years now and I always get asked like, if you were to eat meat again, which I wouldn't what would you eat <laughs> right um and right. There, there is an answer to that but w- what sure. was like what was it for you or what would it be there, there really wasn't any of that like no i have changed my lifestyle so significantly in the last two years that it's like binge eating is not something that i can really allow myself to do anymore but understood um no there wasn't really any of that i was eating a lot of like if i was eating at all while I had coronavirus, I would just cover anything I had in hot sauce <laughs> because I couldn't. Like I, I, I remember making something for dinner one night. And I put, just like, to feel something. In yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh I'm man. Um, but I remember making dinner one night. And I put like a bunch of jalapenos and like peppers and stuff and like chili, and I didn't think it was hot at all. Like, I still couldn't taste it. And my fiance was like, "Babe." This is literally like my mouth's on fire. What the hell did you do? Meanwhile, and yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, it's not hot. And then about like three hours later, I was like, oh, that was really hot. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> fucked. <laughs> so, um, but no, I mean, I didn't really dive into any food. It was just it was just kind of like the last couple days of those two weeks. I had started to feel better. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, luckily within like a week of it being completely gone, I was able to like go on a walk down the street, obviously staying away from other people as much as humanly possible. Um, and, you know, like play with the dogs in the yard without any issues. And so, um, you know, it, it was fine, but I, I had a very mild case. I don't know what anybody else has gotten. I know we always hear like worst case scenarios on the news because that's what makes news. Right. But I'm not by any means being like, oh, we shouldn't social distance. I'm sure it's probably still a good idea. Um, Honestly, the worst part of coronavirus for me was like feeling so isolated and starting to feel like depression. I struggle with seasonal depression and it started to feel like that again, even though it was spring, you know, we were, were pushing our wedding, concerts are canceled. You know, I not only write about music, but I'm a concert photographer. So being without that creative outlet and without that connection to other artists, I started to feel very alone and very isolated. And it was, it was not good. There was a point where I looked at my fiance and I said, babe, I'm starting to like get really depressed. Like this is probably not going to go great. I just like want you to know what I'm going through, but <laughs> um, I'm in my sad mode. So just buckle up. <laughs> Well, you know, it's good that you were able to recognize that, say it out loud and have somebody there for you that could, you know, be some sort of support for you. And Jesse, honestly, I I didn't realize I knew that you were experiencing this, but I didn't realize you were experiencing this. And so I'm glad that (laughs) I'm glad. I mean, seriously, thanks for sharing that. I mean, I'm I'm sure that this could help a lot of people just to know somebody went through this right because if we when we not if when we start opening back up the country it has to happen at some point i'm not saying it has to happen today there will inherently be a spike of people getting this and not everybody's going to die from getting this and so i just think it's 
I think that you just saying this out loud on a podcast, big or small, I think that that's important. So thank you for doing that. Um, very quickly, Jesse, you're um, at least in this time frame of being cooped up and, uh, you know, everybody's trying to find different things to do or to pass the time. It seems like you're committing to some pretty interesting um, artistic uh, kind of endeavors. What What's on your plate right now in that arena? Um, well, I started working on a horror novel, if that's what you're talking about. It is. Thank it you. Okay. Yeah, see, that's see in <laughs> podcast world, you know, I wanted to set it up and let you go for it. So thank you. We're we're vibing. Yeah. Um, I have started an endeavor to write a horror novel and it's going pretty well. It's based around a serial killer and um I got really into true crime podcasts in the last couple of years. My friend Laura got me absolutely hooked on them. She started with my favorite murder, but I have become obsessed with morbid. Um I think it's Morbid, a true crime podcast is the full title, maybe. Um, but Ash and Elena are the like names of the hosts, and they're super great. And they have like a really good banter. And I think they're related um, in a very specific sort of way, which is interesting and fun for me. Because um, we have a lot of like family members that we kind of took in that maybe aren't necessarily like our biological sister or whatever, but we refer to them that way. Uh, a lot of like cousins that we call aunt and uncle and stuff. So you get it. You're Italian. Absolutely. Everybody's a cuz. Everybody is a brother. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Everybody's family. <laughs> but yeah, the, the horror novel's been good. It's um, it's been interesting and a nice way to just kind of exert some energy and maybe see what happens. Um, so we'll see if I finish it when I finish it. Uh, maybe I'll share it with you and see if you like it. I would be the first uh, to be screaming <laughs> at the top of my lungs at that opportunity. You know that, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. But I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep the theme alive from that last conversation. I'm gonna ask you this question to wrap it up. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear spinning thoughts? Supporting music. I mean, you and everybody who contributes to the site we all love music. We all just want to be there for our favorite artists or artists that we just found. I, I think spinning thoughts is the best representation of, you know, just music recommendations and wanting to be there as, you know, another helping hand in the music community as another like outlet that's ready to be positive and say something good about somebody who put themselves out there artistically and creatively and made a piece of music. Um, you know, for me, I really appreciate the fact that we don't trash music. Um, I can't sing, I can't read music. Um, so even if I come across a piece of music that is definitely not my type, um, I think that all of us who contribute to the site can appreciate what it took for somebody to put themselves out there and the effort and the emotional toll that it took on them to share the piece of themselves that they put into that music. And I think it's so significant and so wonderful that you have given us a place to share in that experience. I think it's awesome. Like we can also just kind of like, I think at this point we kind of know each other pretty well from being in the group chat. Like there are times where I've wanted to review something, but I know that, you know, Kaylee or Dan might be like dying yeah. to review it. Yeah. And so like, I just kind of take a back seat. I know that new Can't Swim album was coming out and I, I wanted to hear it early so badly, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to let somebody else take this on because I just know that everybody in the group, well, a lot of people in the group anyway, really love that band and yeah, are really excited included. to see what they're doing all the time. And so, you know, it's just, it's just a great, culture and community that you've built for us to share in music and share our opinions um the least we can do is be kind and if one of us doesn't appreciate something usually somebody else in the group will and i i also think it's really sweet that a lot of us i mean i know that when you offer things up to be reviewed i know sometimes we're like if nobody else wants it because we all know that some of us have very similar tastes and you know we're all just trying to be fair and equal um, so I think it's really sweet too that in the community that you've created, that we're all being cognizant of what 
somebody else in the group might really be dying to hear and just be dying to register an opinion on. Um, so I think that that's a really wonderful addition to the culture of spinning thoughts. Jesse, I really appreciate you giving me the chance to talk to you. This this is our third attempt at this. It is going to be the one that makes it to the history books of spinning thoughts. I'm glad that you're healthy and well. Uh, we'll have to do this again. Thank you, Jesse. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Angelo. All right. We are not done. We have one final contributor here at Spinning Thoughts that we are going to hear from in episode 202. This is the only other contributor that's lended their voice to the podcast beyond, you know, my previous co-host from way back when. Uh, We haven't heard from Dan in a while, and it is very good to hear his voice again. We caught up before hitting the record button. Everybody say hello to Dan. My friend, how are you? I'm well, man. How are you? Uh, I'm great. It's, uh, you know, considering circumstances, and ultimately I am here talking to you, so I can't be doing something too, too wrong. Uh, You're a busy (laughs) man. And I I appreciate you fitting me into this schedule of yours. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's good to chat for sure. So we won't spend much time on this because I don't think you would want to spend much time on it. But I have to take this opportunity uh, since it will be, as everyone's listening, on Adobe. Uh, Happy birthday to you, Dan. You celebrated a birthday on Friday, May the 8th, right? 8th? Yeah, there we I go. Did. It's out there and everybody can write it down and get to him next year. Um, but happy birthday to you. Uh, I would never ask uh, how young you turned, but unless you want to say that's a fun yeah, way of yeah. asking. It, it, it was a significant one. <laughs> for, for, fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know. <laughs> Every year that goes by, I just feel like I'm a year further removed from like having any excuse to be involved in music at all but <laughs> but yet here you are <laughs> here i am still so actually dan that's um that's a good transition into uh, a topic that i want to get to and we're on uh limited time here i guess i i gotta make sure i don't digress here in episode 202 which of course i never do right uh Before this pandemic and everything, you were someone who would just constantly be at shows. Uh, I mean, there was a point in time very recently, it feels like forever ago, where your voice may have been on the podcast as much, if maybe not even a little bit more than me, which I was grateful for you taking some some of those opportunities off my hands. what is it like for you right now in that aspect? I know that you're dealing with a lot right now, but just not being able to get out to shows and, and see friends and have that cathartic experience. What's this been like for you? Yeah. You know, honestly, um, I'm missing it. I'm missing it like a lot. And as you know, um, like professionally, I serve in a, a healthcare context so like i'm in the eye of the storm of this thing and uh just like not having the option um of going to a show and just like you know seeing people that i know and enjoying the music and all that stuff like it's i'm missing it i I really i really am i was actually uh i was actually thinking about um i got one last interview in before everything shut down and um, that was Life Pacific back um, a couple months ago. Like it was like March first week of March type thing. Yeah. Uh, in Hamilton, and um, and I'm just like I've been reflecting on the fact that I'm just like I'm so thankful I went to that show. You know, <laughs> I'm yeah. so thankful I went. I'm so thankful I talked to Jordan and like you know because it, it kind of felt like now kind of two months later it's like you got you got one last interview in like right before everything just shut down you know yeah and I think a lot of people not that you take any uh, anything like this for granted but I just think generally at least for me I'm going to speak for myself uh, this everything that's going on is pointing out not things that I have taken for granted it's just pointing out the fact that 
obviously we as humans do this where we we really do take certain things for granted and and that's just the nature of being alive and and having sensory overload in a million different ways we can't remember and be grateful every day for every single thing and say it out loud but i'll tell you there's things that we'll remember for a long time this sting is going to burn for a little while uh dan what do you think the state of the music community is right now and and in addition to that question, to make it even more difficult, what do you think it's going to look like over the next few months or, dare I say, years? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, I've noted a lot of um, creativity um, in, in the midst of the the challenges that are kind of in front of the whole world. Um, it, you know, the, the fact that... Um, you know, bands are doing live streams and um, various other things. Like Hawthorne Heights, I just saw, um, is going to be doing a thing about, like, their first record and, like, you can buy an online ticket and they're going to talk about their first record and play songs from it and whatever. Like, and I, it struck me as very, um, you know, very creative under the under the circumstances. Um, I actually, right before we, um, started chatting here, I noticed an article about like, um, there won't be like, like pits won't be allowed at shows when shows return, you know, um, how long that'll last. I have no idea, but, and will that be something that sticks? I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, is it going to take people a while, even after everything opens up? Uh, are people going to be hesitant to gather in groups um, or would it be the opposite where people are like, yeah, shows, you know, and like everybody shows up. I, it's, it's hard to know. It's uh, be interesting to see what happens. So I guess the question that I would have for you then, and uh, it's a complicated question, but maybe you can provide just a, you know, a kind of quick response to it is, would you go to a show? When would you go? Maybe that's the, that's probably a better way of putting it to to somebody is what, like when would you go to a show pending that there's no like legal ramifications? I'm saying if it opened up tomorrow, that doesn't mean that people are going to go. That's what I gathered from what you were saying there. When would you go? Yeah, well, and again, like it it connects to um, my my professional responsibilities. Like yeah. I serve I serve in healthcare. Um, and I, and I serve a predominantly elderly population, right? So I'd have to be, like, careful. If, if there wasn't a treatment or, a, like, a vaccine for this thing, I'd, I'd have to be really careful. Um, if it was a scenario where it was like, you know, we've, we've got a treatment and now everything is open again, like, oh, geez, I'd, I'd be there, you know, in a split second, absolutely. Because, um, like I said, I'm totally, I'm missing it. I really am. Absolutely. And, Um, you know, I I really appreciate that you pointed out uh, the fact that I overlooked not you weren't pointing that out, but you helped me realize that, you know, I'm just glad you pointed out the fact that you are aware that you work with demographics of people professionally that you need to be conscious of the decisions that you make day to day. Uh, because you could uh, affect them, right? Um, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. I, I think yeah. that's going to be an outcome that that uh, a lot of people acquire from what's going on is not just like health-wise and spreading a virus that is uh, novel and everything is just what we do really affects others by socially distancing, by staying home, by following the rules. I mean, I have seriously not fucking left. It has been crazy and there's people who are doing what i'm doing and there's people who are doing the exact opposite you know um mm-hmm. absolutely yeah but it, yeah. But it helps no i mean i'm super thankful to everyone that just like right now if you're staying home thank you because i'm from my perspective because i'm in the eye of the storm of this thing professionally and i see the um terrible things that it's doing i mean not to i mean sorry that that's you know, not upbeat or whatever, but that's hey, just that's what we're living in right now, you know, and I, but I see like what it's doing, you know, and, and, um, and it's not good. So, you know, I, I really appreciate everybody that, um, is, is staying home, 
you know, for the sake of other people, for sure. And, and, and Dan, you wouldn't know this because of the way that we're taping this, this podcast right now, but just, you, you'll hear it when you hear it. But interestingly, before you, I talked to Jesse and, um, she has said on the podcast, um, that, you know, she had gotten coronavirus. She was telling our listeners about this experience. Um, and obviously, thankfully she survived. Um, and that doesn't mean that it's not a joke. And so that was part of like our conversation was like, there will be people that get this, that survive. And that's a good thing. You right. That's the, yeah. we want oh, that. Uh, but people are dying from it too, and there are still things that we need to do to try to help. So it's just interesting the um, the the wide span that we just really covered here with talking to four people from Spinning Thoughts. The first two, Sammy uh, and Kaylee, both just graduated from college. Uh, and Dan, we you and I talked off the line about college, right, and and what it's like to be a college student right now. Um, mm-hmm. and then Jesse and, and her struggles, uh, through this pandemic and then you, and, and these are just four people walking on this globe. My friend, you know, this, um, how many people are struggling. So be kind to one another, uh, lend a hand where you can. And Dan, I'd like to thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, I know what you're doing. Um, and, and it is appreciated. I got to ask this question to you. I've asked it to now eight contributors that over two episodes, uh, that we have done here recently. I've asked this question, everybody, I'm going to ask it to you to, to round this off. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear spinning thoughts? Oh man. Um, joy for me. I like, yeah, like spinning thoughts means so much to me. I mean, I've, I've I've told you this, you know, this, um, just like, you know, as, as we all know, like I have no business still being involved in our scene and you know what have you i've been around just way too long i should have been done with this stuff like at least 10 years at least 10 years ago Uh, but i just can't let it go and uh and it's because of the joy that i get from music and i get some spinning thoughts and um i'm so appreciative of your invitation there whenever that was two and a half years ago or whatever that was so random and we could talk about that for you know a long time but um yeah it's uh, spinning thoughts is just such so important to me um and so the first thing the first word uh is just joy for sure i love it dan i want to thank you for everything you've done with spinning thoughts throughout the years as taylor mentioned in episode 201 because she was part of that first wave of the og contributors as i like to refer to you all uh, it's, I think it's been like three years. It's really crazy to think that there's people that have been part of spinning thoughts for that long, because that means that I've been doing it longer and it does not feel yeah. like that long for me. I'm starting to lose the time. Um, the only thing that I'm keeping track of still is the episode number. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's how I track my life anymore. Episode 202. Dan, thank you so much for being here, my friend. It's always good to talk to you. For sure, man. For sure. Thank you. Once again, I'd like to thank my guests, my colleagues, and my friends for joining me here in episode 202 of Spinning Thoughts. It's been really, really cool over the last two episodes to bring on these contributors here to talk and to just show you just scratching the surface of who they are. They are helping me run whatever this thing is, whatever spinning thoughts is and whatever it will become. They're helping me and we're growing friendships along the way, not just together, but with all of you. I hope that we can continue to grow and love and support even in these really, really fucked up times. If you ever need somebody to talk to, if you ever want to Uh, engage if you ever need just something related to music to get you through make sure you find us we're on all social media at spin thoughts our website is thespinningthoughts.com and we have premiere episodes every thursday at midnight eastern on adobe radio those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following monday we'll be back again same time same place hopefully the state of the world is a little different until then make sure you share music spread love and i don't think i like living this way 